Hello and welcome to the Tech Authority Podcast. I'm Andrew Brown, your host, and today we're going to be talking about real-world problems in the tech area. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever experienced slow internet before, or even a machine that's been overheating and nothing's functioning. We're going to be talking about that today. Uh, Some of my clients that I've had over the last couple of weeks some really interesting problems and I thought this is something that I can describe on what's actually going on and why things are running the way things are and to give you a bit more insight as to what's going on in the the idea of how to solve the actual problem. Now with IT in general we get thrown a whole lot of things that get put in our basket of oh it's an IT problem you go solve that bit and come back to me when it's all fixed. I was out at a client's place a couple of weeks ago and uh, she was having some issues with her internet. It was running really slow. Things weren't working or performing very well. Had to set up uh, an email on another machine, which was pretty easy to do. Did all that. But I couldn't test it because the internet was running extremely slow. Like I was getting 0.003 of a megabit per second down the line. And it was really odd Like, internet usually doesn't run that slow. And I thought, okay, well, something's definitely wrong here. We rang the telco who provided the phone line, which was Telstra, and uh, told them what the issue was, and they're like, well, let's just go through some checking, went through all the points that were asked of us to do, and we got to the point where, okay, let's test the phone line out because maybe there's something wrong with that. And it turned out, that the problem was with the actual phone line, even though she had internet service and it was running slow and things weren't performing great, the phone line wasn't working at all, which is odd because usually when you pick up the phone, you get a dial tone so you could actually dial out a phone number. But most people don't use their phones much anymore, especially landlines. So even though she had a phone plugged in, nothing was working on the actual phone. Like, she couldn't make or receive phone calls, but she had internet connection. So, what's going on with that? That's a bit strange. So, Telstra came out, had a look at the service, and what the problem was is that the one of the pairs in the phone line was actually broken. And what happens in the phone cable, you've actually got four wires. So, you've got two pairs, one that carries dial tone and the one that carries the internet service the internet was working but the dial tone was not so you couldn't make or receive phone calls and they fixed it and now she's got fast internet again and seems to be working all okay so that's another thing that can cause your internet to run slow and horrible the next thing that i want to talk to you about is actually cleaning your computer out from time to time Now, the next customer that I had with my mum, I gave her a PC which I had for quite a few years, and I think it's coming up to at least eight years old by today's standard, which is pretty old. It was one of the first Core i7 Intel processors that was released in 2009, and uh, I had the machine for about six years, and then I upgraded, and I'm still using my upgraded machine. 
And all of a sudden, the machine has started running slow and overheating and doing some strange things. So I thought, okay, something's going on here. I pulled the cover off the desktop machine and found that there was a huge amount of dust sitting on the processor heatsink. And on top of the processor heatsink, there's a fan that spins around, and this fan was still working. And I was having a look at the temperatures in the, the BIOS. When the computer first starts up, you've got the option to go into the BIOS setup and have a look at the, the hardware and configuration. Looked at the hardware configuration, looked at the, the monitor for the hardware as well, and you could see the temperature rising and rising and rising. Usually somewhere between um, probably about 60 degrees to 85 degrees Celsius is the norm. Except what was happening is that because there was so much dust clogged around the actual heatsink, none of that airflow was actually getting to the processors, so the temperature just kept going up and up and up because it couldn't get any airflow. And when there's too much dust, it basically clogs it and the machine overheats and turns itself off because there's a safety mechanism inside the processor that says if you get to this certain temperature, like, for example, 95 degrees Celsius, that's not good. So turn off. And that's what it did. It turned off and restarted itself and tried to get going again, and it was all okay. So... What I'm trying to get at here is every so often, especially if you have a desktop, not so much with a laptop because it's hard to get to the processor and all the dust that gets inside there is very, very minimal. But in a desktop, because you've got so much airflow space, you've got to make sure that there's going to be airflow getting to the actual processor itself. And the best way to get the dust out is with an air compressor or compressed air in a can now if you go to your local office works you can get some compressed air in a can and it might cost you about ten dollars for a can about 400 mil and uh it's called the clean range spray duster and uh, i picked some up just recently to clean up the uh dust inside my mum's pc and that did the job and managed to get most of the dust out However, if you want something just that little bit better, you might be worth getting a small air compressor that has about 150 to 200 PSI. So you can do those quick squirts and it's just going to blow the dust out and get rid of it. Now, another customer of mine tried to clean their PC, except they didn't use compressed air. And they decided that they use a vacuum, which is a big, big mistake. When you're using a vacuum, depending on what head you've got on the actual vacuum cleaner itself, if you have one of those ones that has the little furry heads with those little hairs that stick on the edge of the head of the uh, vacuum cleaner, don't use that. Never, ever use a vacuum cleaner. Because what can happen is it can actually cause static to build up inside the machine especially if the machine is turned off and not plugged into the power. If you build up static, 
It's enough to actually cause the machine to break. Never, ever, ever use a vacuum cleaner to clean your PC. You're better off using compressed air in a can or an air compressor to blow the stuff out because air's not going to do anything. If you're using something that's got hair on it, that's enough to build up static charge on any of the devices. And it actually killed the graphics card, the uh, PCIe slots on the motherboard. Neither spot was working, and it broke the motherboard, basically. Never, ever do that. So just be careful when you're cleaning the machine. Always use compressed air or an air compressor. The next thing that I want to talk to you about is... How do you dispose of old equipment, hard drives especially? Now, the best way to get rid of hardware is to make sure that you have all your data backed up first before you get rid of it. And then once you've finished with the hard drive, take the hard disk out of the actual computer, whether it's a laptop or a desktop. Make sure it's completely disconnected. Because if you throw it away with all the gear in there, people can actually still read your data. And you don't want people getting to your data, especially if you have like a hard rubbish collection that comes up. People can take the data off still. Even though you may have deleted it, people can still recover stuff off old hard disks. It can be done. Uh, the best thing to do is once you finish with the hard drive, is get a drill and drill through it. Whether it's a mechanical or a solid-state hard drive, it doesn't matter, or a hybrid. You want to make sure that you drill through all the bits, maybe through the middle, through a couple of the yellow sides, and make sure that you go all the way through. And then that way, nobody will be able to ever get the data off. I hope these tips were valuable for you. I'm going to be recording a video very shortly. Still doing Vader vlog every day in August, and it is day 13. It's going well. You should check out my YouTube channel, Aussie IT Solutions, and we'll have another clip up there. If you want to have your question answered on the show, please email podcast at techauthority.org, and I'll be happy to answer your question. Or you could either leave a comment on the YouTube videos and uh, I will ask you a question there too. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another podcast. Bye for now.